You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're listening to the Cooligans in the first segment today. We're going to be talking about the Euros. Oh, my God. So many different things are happening. Wales beats, uh, beats Belgium. Robinson Cano comes out from the Seattle Mariners, scores a beautiful goal. He doesn't play for any team just yet. I'm sure somebody's <laughs> going to buy him. Portugal can't win unless it's in penalties. Italy beats Germany. No, they don't. They lose also in penalties. Can Iceland keep that dream going? No, they can. In segment number two, we talk about MLS. We talk about NYCFC. They have defeated yeah! the Red Bulls. It's happened. The miracle on grass at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I, I like to call it the miracle at first base. Uh, so uh, Tim Howard is also back in the MLS. He got a clean sheet against Portland. What a return. FC Dallas, absolute drubbing of Orlando City and LA Galaxy defeat Vancouver. We got a worldie from Kane. We got uh, uh, Gerard. He has a jer- his jersey was messed up and another DeJong red card. Oh man, in the third segment, it's cool against corner. We're going to talk about Mourinho. First time he gets a microphone in front of his mouth as, an M- as a Manchester United uh, manager. He is talking garbage about Wenger. He is throwing shots everywhere. He's even telling the truth about Rooney. It's absolutely amazing. What's happening in Argentina? You better be wearing a hard hat because it's completely falling apart. Just like Will Johnson's knee did in the champion, the Canadian Championship, but they won, and that's fine. We also talk about the MLS Players Union. How stupid is this Foos guy? You'll find out that and more on this episode of the Cool Again. Hi, this is Kyrie Shelton from New York City FC, and you're listening to the Cool Again. Hi, I'm RJ Allen for New York City Football Club. And you're listening to the Cooligans. This is Jack Harrison from NYCFC, and you're listening to the Cooligans. This is Ian Joy, and you're listening to the Cooligans. Yeah, it's the Cooligans. Yeah, we are. Oh man. Hey, everybody. Fun week. I hope everyone had fun. You know, we uh, celebrated our nation's independence. We did. We did. Yeah. yeah. How'd you celebrate? Um, I, I stayed as woke as possible. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I did not do much on the fourth, but on the third, I was out. I was out. I went out. We went up to uh, a friend's place up in uh, what's considered Westchester, but it's like an hour and 15 minutes away. Okay. And there's like horses there. The neighbor has a bull. A bull? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, this is this can't be New York. I yeah, mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> I, it, it seemed even too far for me to be upstate, but it's still considered Westchester, which is insane, which for those of you who don't know, that's like the ca- the first county outside of New York City, so yeah, like it's a well, lot of wealthy people, people yeah. use that's where that that's uh, New York City suburbs. You yeah, know? I like mean, it. it's also like Yonkers is there where DMX and uh, the Locks <laughs> are from, so it's yeah. not exactly like it starts off like rough and then it gets like really really nice. And apparently, if you keep driving, it yeah. becomes like you know, uh, you know living in North in Central Texas. Apparently, that's so wild because I mean, you, yeah, in Westchester, you think of your your neighbor having a boat, not a bull. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe owning a horse, you know, like a part of a racehorse, not. <laughs> Uh, oh it's just my. very odd. But, you know, huge, huge backyard, and we played a little soccer and you know, amazing food and, you know, uh, you know Macy's, uh, you know, level of fireworks, oh, okay. mere feed from your face. Oh, sure. Perfect place. Little Jason Pierre-Paul style. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, they I were starting it. to take bets over who was going to lose fingers, <laughs> so it was perfect. Um, yeah, man. I, I, I sort of feel, I don't know if you feel this way about Independence Day, but I feel like the older we get and the more sort of progressive and, you like you said the word woke, the yeah. more, the more uh, 
guilty you feel about celebrating America's independence because, right. you know, after America got independent, it wasn't like, hey, w- let's be nice to everybody. It wasn't independence for everybody. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah. It was a select few yeah. that were truly independent. Keep that in mind when voting in a few <laughs> in a few months. So, yeah, but I, I tried my, I, yeah, I also uh, went to Prospect Park in Brooklyn, kicked the Very soccer nice. ball around, had a, had a good little time. Uh, yeah, so what a, what a week. Right. I mean, there's been so much. There's been so much. Again, everybody, thank you for listening. We are the Cooligans. I'm Christian Polanco. That I'm is Alexis Guerrero's that is baby. Alexis Guerrero's. And uh, man, everything uh, Euros are winding down. Oh, uh, MLS is. It doesn't it feel weird without the Copa? Like I look around at night and I'm yeah. just on stage. Like I, I wish, I wish, <laughs> I wish Chile was playing Paraguay right now. Yeah, you know? it's almost like we wish the tournament was like a six month long tournament. It would have been. It'd be great. We should let the teams that didn't qualify now play. <laughs> yeah, you know, like Belize versus <laughs> Guyana. Yeah. You know? Those are some, you can't miss those games. Atrocious. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Belize, Guyana. Yeah, those two soccer powerhouses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when great. you when you strikes fear in the eyes of many. <laughs> well, we want to. We're gonna we're gonna start off with the Euros. We're gonna talk about MLS because MLS had an absolutely insane uh, weekend. But we're gonna start off with the Euros. The Euros are almost over. I and know, so sad. It is sad. Uh, not. It's as, really. It's coming down to the what are we now at the last four teams. This yeah. is the final four. Uh, we have uh, Portugal against Wales, and we have Germany against France. France. Which, and which is that's already a final that Germany France game. So, and I picked I picked France at the beginning picked, of all this. You picked France. Yeah. How's your team doing? How? What, who did you pick again? Oh, I mean, no, England. They're they're falling apart. Yeah, they're <laughs> completely falling apart. It, it has nothing. To, yeah, the, the, the loss. How bad at England are, are England? They're looking at Jurgen Klinsmann as a replacement. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, not good when you want to steal the <laughs> Americans' coach. Uh, this is a big moment. Big moment for England. A lot uh-huh. of a uh, lot of self doubt. But these four games, they're uh, not in it. Yeah these these uh these two games are obviously going to be exciting, but the. Uh, the quarterfinal uh, was pretty intense. So many people uh, didn't expect sort of the results that we we had. We we sort of look. I so we'll start with Iceland and France. We didn't expect Iceland. To Some people were like, Iceland might win this whole thing. Do you really no, this, think that? <laughs> that's <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. That's uh, not happening. But it was uh, they played Cinderella story. It was they, fun. They were down four nil. Uh, yeah. and they and they didn't quit. And and you know. Uh, uh, I mean, there were so many amazing. Of course, they didn't. That's what they're used to playing at. Down by four, <laughs> they've never won this much. Yeah. This is, you know, but after you know, after the tournament that they've already had, you would have, uh, you would have thought like uh, being down four nil to France, you would have saw, thought they would have just sort of quit to some degree. But they, they really did. They got two more. Right, they uh, did. And I think France still scored another one, so it was five two. Five so, I mean, two. You know, look. I, France, I think, has a way of just winning competitions on their home soil. I've said that before. They're going to win it. So not the greatest team for Iceland to go against. Had Iceland gone against Wales or Belgium or, or Portugal, I think they probably would have had a chance to win. I agree. You know? I agree. I just think Germany and or France were the two teams they didn't want to go against or Italy because two players going, you touch the ball. No, no, no. You touch the ball. No, you touch the ball. Both of them being super defensive. But props to them because they got, they got back to Iceland and there was a, there were 33,000 people waiting for them. How insane is that? Which uh, doing the comparable. That's like everyone who lives on the East coast. Yeah. Yeah. Man. If you like, if you do the percentage, I mean, that's, that's a lot of their people. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they, they did a 33,000 person uh, thunderclap. Right. And, which super intimidating, <laughs> which, yeah, which yeah. I think made like, 
like a glacier fall apart. Yeah. That's, that's too many. That's too much of a vibration. And a guy in a Viking hat holding a mallet <laughs> came out of the, the <laughs> came out of that mountain. Oh my goodness! So, uh, props to Iceland. I mean, what a story! It's so incredible. I mean, it was a, it was a fun run too. I think it added something in the beginning, especially where there wasn't much happening. You know, the Euros were a little bit more boring in the run up. Mm -hmm. You know, to the knockout stages, and it just made it a lot more. I mean, and really, just to be in long enough to knock out England and to see England just go absolutely ape shit. <laughs> it's it's so funny that they didn't. They're like. Oh my God, it's the worst day ever. And then the other people are like, yeah, of course, of course we're going to lose to Iceland. That's the most English thing we can do. So if they stayed in long enough just to cause that week's worth of banter, great. Yeah. Thank you, Iceland. And the more uh, I read about Iceland's story, I read about how much they, they are absolutely obsessed with the Premier League and how much they really like envy England to some degree, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, this is, they don't even have a league of their own. They have a team. Exactly. You know, so, uh, you know, for them to watch, you know, the English Premier League, a lot like a lot of like uh, like we did, you know, like uh, yeah, a lot of Americans look at the English Premier League as the best league in the world. And uh, you watch it and you want to play like those guys. And those are the teams that you want to play for when you're a kid. And I know MLS is making strides. But until recently, you know, kids dream about playing for Manchester United, not so much, you know, uh, Red Bull. You know what I mean? Now that those things are changing. Now, yeah, yeah. But, you know, in Iceland, it's still they don't have a league of their own. So it's still, uh, you know, it's still Premier League. But the fact that they got to defeat England. Oh God. Made that welcome. I mean, it, it, you know, they, if they, even if they lost England, they would have still received that welcome when they got back home. Sure. But it made it for scoring a goal. Yeah. You know, they beautiful, beautiful story. So, um, uh, some of the other games that were pretty incredible that, well, we have to start, we have to talk about Germany against Italy. Uh, great. Uh, not the most exciting game. The first half, not was, the most exciting. I mean, a little slow. The first I drank half. like five cups of coffee during <laughs> that thing. Stay awake, slap myself in the face a couple times. This is, I think this is the thing we've been most frustrated about with the Euros is the fact that we, we see these big teams and we expect just a lot more excitement and we just don't get it. And, and I, I don't know if it's a thing where the was strategically, uh, uh, they, they just kind of cancel each other out. They just try to right. make the, they, 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 they play like they're both on the road, like sit back. And yeah. Wait, yeah. They're know? trying to like cancel e e out each other's strengths. Uh, so you would expect a little more great goal from, uh, Ozil. Uh, and then the, I forgot who, who, the handball, there was a handball. Um, Oh, um, I forgot who it was, but Boateng. Yes. 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 Oh, because oh, that's right. He, he did like the, he tried to like, uh, like guard the way you post up in the NBA. Right. Like, you know, like yeah, yeah, your yeah. arms up, like you ref, look, I'm not touching Hands him. up. Don't shoot. Hands kind up. of a thing. <laughs> it was all that. And it made, it was the most poor choice of the, like, yeah. I, it made no sense. It was like the worst thing you could do besides just kick the ref. Like that's <laughs> obviously a mistake. This was so dumb. He just put his hands up and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like everyone was like, Oh, Boateng getting a red card, obviously, but we're a penalty. Of mm -hmm. course he would. It sucks. You know, it's like, geez, this is the euros. Yeah. You know? And without that, I don't think Italy would have had much of a chance. I don't think so either. Yeah. They were playing so poorly. They had five good minutes at the end of the first half and that's it. Yeah. The game ended up uh in penalties and boy i was uh, like i think i was uh i expected germany to win germany's been so strong throughout the tournament yeah and germany missed the the, the first three of their five penalties so once they started missing i'm like damn italy's gonna i mean steal this one i thought they got the second one in 
No, I mean, not in the order. I mean, three of the oh, five. Three of the first. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. But then Italy decided to miss everything. Well, if you're Zaza, <laughs> then yeah. you. The only thing you didn't miss was someone eating ice cream on the third in the third tier. Smash them right in the face. <laughs> Man. So uh, if you haven't and seen... Ozil. I mean, I know you're going to talk about Italy. Go ahead. Yeah. But no. Yeah. I was just going to talk. The, the Zaza penalty, which has already <laughs> went viral Immediately. Immediately. Immediately, because as it was happening, people were yelling, don't do it. Stop <laughs> it. This is going to go viral. Zaza, uh, and, and it was uh, reported because Zaza came in right at the end of the uh, of the second extra time right. to, because he was, he you know, they subbed out uh, uh, Chiellini so that he could kick the penalty. Right. And uh, and it was it was written about that he he ran more. uh he was the, he's like the first player to run more on the pitch in the penalty than the actual time in the game. Right. So he, he spent more energy doing that run up than and he, he actually did, did, play he did in playing yeah. in the game. And if you're if you're Conte, you're like smart move, Ryan. I'm replacing this guy. He's going to be for the penalty, uh-huh. and then he shanks it. Here he's like, you're going to make me look like an <laughs> asshole this whole time. So if you if you haven't seen this penalty, I mean, it it, it was a, uh, a, a I mean, I, I don't know how to explain it. He just he just jogged sort of in place. In place, it looked like he was like. Um, there's a movie where they do that. It's like a like a like a musical montage. I can't remember the movie where like you kind of like it looks like you're running upstairs in space in one place, and okay. he kind of did that. Yeah, I don't know if he was trying to throw off the timing of the uh, of the of the keeper. Yeah, but uh, they have a bunch of different memes. One of them is it's like two kids doing uh, what's that? It's not hopscotch. What's the uh, double dutch? Double dutch. Yeah, double dutch. <laughs> so there's like a jump rope running around him. Yeah, so it kind of looks like he's doing double dutch in one spot. <laughs> it was so dumb. It, it looks like someone you know on a on a stairmaster. You yes. know, he's like really <laughs> trying yeah. to work. Like it's like the the when you know when you see someone jogging. Yeah, and uh, and then like if you see someone jogging in a city and then they get to a, a street corner. And they have to like wait for the cars to go by, but they that keep is, pace. They keep pace yeah, of yeah. the run. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> that's basically what he was doing, and it looked re- like really, really like cute. You know, it, yeah. If he would have made it, it would have just been like, uh, uh, oh, look at that quirky penalty, right? Yeah, uh, but uh, you but, know, you could watch that, and my first thought was. Oh, he's really nervous. You know? <laughs> yeah. It looks like he's trying to tell him, like, come on, man, run forward. Yeah. My legs are moving. Run, body, run. Uh, <laughs> the body didn't want to kick the ball. And for good reason. We saw what happens when you did. Well, you know what? I I, I think this has something to do with. Uh, so at the beginning of the month, the beginning of June, right, they they, they instituted the new rule of, of, of how you take a penalty where you're not allowed to stutter. You can't, you're not allowed to stop your run. You're not allowed to stop your run. That's been for a while, but now they've like expanded it. Yeah, I think they're like keeping an eye out for it, right? A lot more, and, and at the same time, they're really monitoring if keepers jump off their line. Exactly, uh, except if it's uh, an right. MLS keeper who just wants yeah. to just hop right. Or out. Belgium? Oh, no, not Belgium. What's his, the who's the Romanian? Uh, Hungary's Hungary. That the way. dude with the the dude with the sweatpants. He jumps off his line left and right. <laughs> but he. Uh, so this has been a. Uh, I, I, they like during the uh, announcements during the the game when they're calling it, they talk about the rule often, but they it doesn't seem like they're calling it at all. Right, right. Because because I don't know how to interpret what's a stutter step or not or what's stopping the run. Because what a lot of the players do, and some of the Italian players did it, they they run right, they mm-hmm. and they slow down, and then they then they drag their foot, like they drag their they keep their foot on the ground, but they drag it across the ground. Right. And like the 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 their the point of their toe, and 
you're technically stuttering as you do that. You're not you're not stopping entirely. But I, I think a lot of players. I think this is affecting a lot of the, the a lot of the way players take their penalties because the stutter allows you to see where the goalkeeper is going to lean. Right. It allows you to sort of hope that he's going to start going, going towards, yeah. towards one direction. But I, you know, to be honest, I don't think that that gives you any advantage either because a lot of goalkeepers will start faking to the left and jump yeah. right. It's all. It's, I. I'm not a huge fan of penalties. I just think honest. it's affecting the players in the Euros psychologically. There've been so many penalties, and and they have to sort of change the way they do it. And I think right. they're getting it sort of in their head as as it's happening. Yeah, I mean, and if that's probably what happened to Zaza. Yeah, that's so bad. Unless I mean, he said he was like. <laughs> You know, <laughs> he I mean, he shanked it, you know, I mean, oh, it, was, it was bad. I, I Messi's yeah. kicked look better. Messi's kick did look better. And he had better form. Yeah. Uh, Ozil's kick was I mean, Zaza announced he was going to retire right after. His yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Messi announced that Zaza was going to retire. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Messi was yeah, gonna, they're going to go vacation and <laughs> he's going to console him. He's going to console him in Fiji. He needs it. He needs it. Uh, uh, you know, I Ozil was one of those players where. His, I, it honestly looked like the post moved in, like his kick looked perfect. <laughs> yeah. And then when I heard the sound of the post, I was like, what? Wow, there must, yeah, there must be some mistake. He beat everyone. <laughs> uh, surprise, a surprising miss. It, it, I mean, Germany appeared to be more nervous than they were. You thought they were like, uh, you know, going to be like the cold hearted machine that they, German, that yeah. they normally are. Uh, but no, it, I mean, I, I personally think they got lucky. Italy just uh, Graziano Pelle, another one, terrible. Oh my god, terrible miss. You know, I mean, if the keeper stops you, that's one thing. Yeah, but when you miss on your own, that you fake, you know, you 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 faked yourself out. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that. That's the worst. As a professional, that has to be the worst. Like if you go up and you bomb because the audience isn't paying attention or checks get dropped for everyone listening. That's when they drop like the bills for everyone to pay. They stop paying attention to the comedian Mm -hmm. or, you know, I don't know something else, or you go up, the crowd's great. They love you. They love everyone else, but you flub a lot of your jokes. You feel like an asshole, you know, everything else you're going to feel like a jerk, but you're like, Oh, well it was all these other things. So at the end of the day, you could have like, you know, you can go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but when you mess up your own jokes, you're like, Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Am I even meant to do this? (laughs) Yeah. Only, this is only my fault. There's nobody else's fault. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, this it's not an exam. All I gotta right. do is just say the words I wrote down. <laughs> it would have hit. They would have carried me they, out of here. I know they work. I've yeah. said them before. <laughs> you saw what the last guy was doing? They would have loved mine actual jokes, you know? Um, but yeah, so I think Germany got very lucky. It was very very strange. It was a very strange two teams that normally you sort of would expect a little bit more consistency from. Absolutely. Didn't didn't really bring it. But good on Germany, obviously, uh getting to see a Germany France. Uh, uh, semifinal is going to be exciting. Uh, Belgium also got knocked out by Wales. We were talking about it before. Belgium. Uh, Speaking of messing up on your own, that's Belgium. Very expected. So yeah. much more mistakes I, left and right. I uh, mean, yeah, that, that team didn't look cohesive to begin with. Yeah, they were, and Fellaini. Fellaini looked terrible. A lot of problems. Uh, but I think the highlight of that match was uh the goal by Robson Canoe. Uh, yeah. that, that Robinson Canoe. Robinson Canoe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's Dominican. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's very good at baseball. Incredible <laughs> at soccer. Uh, who I've uh, I didn't look him up too much, but I I don't think he even has a club he's he's not even playing with anybody at the moment uh and who was he with though wasn't he with like uh he was with a german team uh let's look yeah let's look it up robson canoe but he had uh an absolutely incredible goal he did a Cruyff turn 
right right on the penalty spot. Yeah. I mean, it was beautiful. It, all, he was covered by three defenders, and all of a sudden, <laughs> no one was there. <laughs> I've never seen, like, three defenders be so, like, they almost seemed so impressed that they were like, all right, we got to let him take this one because that was a good move. Uh, Incredible. He he did that cork turn right in the center of the box, and... A blast right past the keeper. I mean, what else? Uh, what is he gonna do, uh, Thibaut uh, Courtois? There's nothing you can do. Not when someone's that close with no one in front of him. Yeah, and it's as if someone got to kick the penalty ball forward a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's how far <laughs> forward he was. Nobody expected him yeah. to do that, and I think that t- that tends to happen with like when when a player is not really uh, popular. Like if that was Messi, Messi wouldn't be able to do that move there because yeah. he they would play him. So so tight, they would just put a body on him. Uh, but Robson Cronin, they're like, no, he's he's a nobody. He's, there's no way he's going to do this. Right. And completely humiliated. Uh, I mean, you know, the 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 left back and the two center backs uh, there. I mean, it was amazing. I, look, he was playing in League One. I think the last contract he had was Swindon Town. Wow. He played with Arsenal up until 2004. I mean, I remember the name, but I don't remember him much doing much. He, then he went to go play for Reading till 2007. Then he was in uh, he was at loans in uh, South End United and Swindon Town. I mean, yeah, this has to up his value. Exactly. That move alone, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, and that that's what's cool about these tournaments to some degree because it's like you can get these stars come out of kind of like nowhere, right? And yeah, that move like alone. Leicester City buying everyone in yeah. Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was that was absolutely incredible. Um, so Wales Portugal. I mean, who do you think is gonna gonna prosper there? Well, Aaron Ramsey's not gonna be there, so that's huge. Tough. That's a, a big piece. Uh, For everyone who doesn't know, he's going to dye his hair more. He, yeah, he, he, has a, he has an appointment. He has a hair appointment. He cannot cancel. Very important. <laughs> he's like, my roots are showing. Yeah, this color person <laughs> is very good. Very high in demand. Has a lot of Instagram followers. Um, I'm going to... I want to say Portugal. I feel like Portugal can do. I think they're going to it's probably going to another go to go to penalties or whatever. I would love for for Cristiano Ronaldo to get to a final, you know, and then miss his penalty. <laughs> so that the argument between who's better, him or Messi but, continues. Okay, okay. Uh, but it's gonna, Yeah, yeah, but it's going to be a I mean Bale Ronaldo. This is this is the the matchup that right. everybody's kind of excited about. They hate each other. They, <laughs> they Ronaldo all of a sudden lines up as a defender. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, get past me, bruh. <laughs> yeah, just getting out, get in front of every wall. <laughs> just don't you dare, uh, nah, son. I, I, I think Portugal because of the, because Ramsey's not there. Uh, I think Portugal has a better chance. Yeah, I would uh, agree. I also think they have a bit more talent. Yeah, and um, I'm not sure if they have the heart or the management. But there's there's news that uh, Pepe might miss the match uh, because of an injury. So I think if Pepe's not there. What's the injury? Did he hurt the bottom of his foot that he can't keep ramming into other players? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you hate that injury? When, yeah. <laughs> when you're just trying to be on, you're just trying to honestly injure others. Right. And all of a sudden you get injured. <laughs> that's a, I mean, does that seem fair to anybody? <laughs> is there even a God? There when should be happens? a lawyer for that. Call 1-800. Polanco and Guerrero's <laughs> associates. If you try to injure someone, but in turn injured yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh yeah, so I, I I don't know. I think Do you think he really is injured or do you think he's faking it? Well he he's, didn't he's he did, rolling on the ground he right did, now. He was he missed training. Yeah. Uh so uh I he's think, rolling <laughs> he's rolling on the ground in his apartment right now. <laughs> uh yeah, just like just get up. Relaxing on a yoga mat. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think I 
yeah, I think Portugal. I think Portugal's probably gonna take it, even even without Pepe. But uh, but I mean, I think it's gonna be pretty close, especially if if both of those players, if Ramsey and Pepe are missing. I think I you know I I think it's fifty fifty. But I, I'm gonna go with yeah. Portugal. This one is a crapshoot. Germany, France, tough one. That's gonna be here. You said England, so you pick someone else. You have four teams to pick from: Portugal, Wales, Germany, France. Who do you think wins the whole thing? I, it looks like France. I, All right. Well, yeah. that's who I picked from the beginning, yeah. so I'm sticking to my guns. Yeah, I don't see Germany might be able to do it, but I don't. I don't see them beating France. France this is, is the tough one. This, this is, is Thursday at this 3 p.m. If you're on the East Coast, uh, it's it, this is going to be a huge match. A huge. Match. This, like you said, is another final. So you guys get two finals. This is, I mean, Germany versus France. This is essentially like a final. This is yeah. Be and when you think of France against either por- por- uh, Portugal or Wales, I mean, that's not even. They're going to absolutely demolish them. Did you see the, the Griezmann goal? Which the, one? The one that uh, Giroud let it go by. Oh, and that's he, right. That run was, I mean, be, the one of the most, it was art. And Griezmann, by the way, re-upped for Atletico Madrid. Yeah. And now Diego Costa wants out of Chelsea so he can re-sign with Atletico Madrid. They don't even need him. They don't need him. <laughs> they don't need him at all. Nobody wants him. <laughs> This is going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun to see what happens. Griezmann looks great. Really loves Spain. Giroud looks, again, like Giroud, and then he's going to go to Arsenal. He's not going to score for 15 <laughs> matches in a row. He did, uh, well, he got two goals in that game, I think, right? Yeah. Or one uh, against uh, against Iceland. I'm not sure. But, man, uh, yeah, France, it'll be very uh, disappointing if France doesn't win it. I mean, I think that's how everybody... It's set up for them to win. Yeah. The big the big test, honestly, is going to be Germany because I don't think it's going to be that hard for them to beat Wales or Portugal, yeah. if I can be completely honest. So, all right, guys. Well, um, let's get let's get to segment number two. Yeah. Uh, MLS. Oh, man. Let's take a break. <laughs> it's, been, it's been great. How Tim Howard is back. NYCFC has defeated Goli- they have won a derby. <laughs> they have defeated Goliath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It finally happened. When you think of Goliath, you think of Bradley Wright Phillips, <laughs> yeah, don't right. you? Uh, all right, so uh, we'll get back to you, and we'll talk about some MLS. Got a bunch of games in the MLS. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Alexis from The Cooligans. This is Christian from The Cooligans. And I know you guys have been asking for a long time. We finally got some merch, baby. Merch, 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 merch. <laughs> and how do you get How can you get it? Well, you're going to have to send us a lot of money. And actually, we're going to give it to you for free. Yeah, we got some stickers. We got we finally got some Cooligans stickers. And if oh. you want one, really, really simple. All you got to do is just beg for it. Actually, all you have to do is email us. Just email, email us at soccercooligans at gmail.com. That's it. S-O-C-C-E-R-C-O-O-L-I. G-A-N-S at gmail.com. That's right. So uh, just email us. Tell us where you want the sticker sent, and uh, we'll send it right over. And, hey, take one for yourself. Share some with your friends. How amazing is that? Let everybody know you love the Cooligans. Paste it uh, wherever you like. Uh, They make great pasties for your nipples. Oh, vandalism also. (laughs) Whatever you guys want. Yes, vandalism. We highly recommend vandalism only if, if and only if, it is a Cooligan sticker. We are yeah, back. Yeah, baby. We are back, everybody. All right. Back with uh with some MLS. Here it is. I mean, this is like this is the fun part of the season. You know, we're starting to see who's for real, who is. And it's not that enough, you know, people still have a shot. Yeah, you know, people yeah. still have a chance. You know, if you're a fan of a team like uh, let's say DC United or Sporting Kansas City, it doesn't mean that you know you're not gonna finish near the top. But you know, we're looking at right now. Top of the East, baby. NYCFC. NYCFC. Which also, since we're speaking about MLS, this is the first time that we could say this on this podcast, we were listed 
by the MLS. We were. We remember if you listen a couple episodes back. Put us on that damn list. Put us on the that. Name, <laughs> was the name episode, of the episode, I believe, forty-four. Put us on that damn list. Guess what? They listen. They listen. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would like to thank Gabriel Castillo for putting us on the list. It means a lot to us. It may not, you know, seem like a big deal, but for us, you know, we've been working really hard at this for a little over a year, right? A little or, less than a year. A little less than a it's year. Gonna, it's about to be a year. It's about yeah. to be a year. We should do something. Um, should, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we've been working really hard at this, and uh, you know to get a little bit you know like we're right above what soccer scumbags or something like that <laughs> right above yeah so that's i mean that's you know, a, that's good at least we're above the soccer yeah, scumbags we're above them i mean granted <laughs> it's alphabetical order and maybe you know we're listed as soccer cooligans as opposed to the cooligans the cooligans but whatever, then if fine. we were listed as the cooligans we would have been under the soccer scumbag. Why? No, you you don't use the Techn- T. Technically. You go with C. You yeah. Cool again, so we're all the okay. way up. <laughs> all the way up. Um, so listen, uh, beautifully to be, you know, beautiful to be listed. Yeah. In it, it says that, you know, be prepared for a lot of NYCFC talk. If we're all being honest, we have tried to become a bit more universal. And yeah. And I think we've yeah. done that. We've tried, yeah, uh, yeah. So you're definitely going to get some NYCFC talk because we're both fans. Uh, and as NYCFC fans, what a weekend. <laughs> what a weekend, yeah. yeah. Man, this was... Uh, um, look, a long time coming. What are you going to say? It, it, look, it had to happen at some point. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> NYCFC finally defeats the Red Bulls two nil. We, we all thought it was going to happen last time, the last match, and uh, then we lost seven nil. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think everyone was just like, "Is this it? Another season of?" And then we lost to the Cosmos again. Yeah, you know. So is this another season of not winning any of our derbies? Six in a row, we lost. <laughs> yeah. So it's hardening. They yeah. NYCFC was like, "All right." That's enough. Yeah. Six losses. I think they got the point. We got okay. We get it. You yeah. guys are New York is red. Yeah. I get it. Right. Not anymore. <laughs> so I mean, if uh, if you didn't see this game, it was on ESPN. It was it was the first MLS game uh, on Sunday. And how I mean, for, as an NYCFC fans, you know, I was there. You sadly were not there. I was not able to go. Very and, upset. So it, it was a bummer to not have you there and not have you, you know, not be able to celebrate that yeah. uh, that moment together. Right. Uh, but man, it it really felt. It, it was an emotional experience. It was ju- it was just as emotional as the seven 0 loss, right? Right. Because it was, uh, you know, that was humiliating. And as as a fan of a team, I've never felt this. I've never felt right. true embarrassed. Like it was partly my fault. <laughs> yes, you <know>? yes. <laughs> I didn't sing loud enough. <laughs> I, if I just would have brought hundred and ten percent that game, we would wake up earlier. <laughs> we gotta, yeah. I gotta start eating better. Yeah. I gotta, everything you know has what? to change. I'm calling my mother. <laughs> more yeah i gotta yeah it was so it was uh it was exciting and it was great because look we everyone yankee stadium was filled with all the tension of like is this gonna happen again are we gonna lose this badly again and nine minutes 10 minutes in Jack Harrison took that pressure off of New just York City. Put his arms around everyone's shoulder <laughs> and just said, hey, hey, I got this. I got this. Yeah. Uh, yeah and he, hey, relax. I'm here now. <laughs> and it was it was comforting. And we we just, uh, you know, caressed his perfect hair. Oh. And, and we felt we felt at home. Let for, him read us a story in his beautiful <laughs> British accent, semi-British accent. Oh, uh, he's still, you know, he is young. So he, he you know, he, he read the story. He pronounced some of the words incorrectly, right. but. 
it's still Truth fun. be told, we had to take over at one point. You know, it's, you know what? You lay down. We got this. We got this. Uh, uh, but it was, you know, I mean, look, his mom sits in the stands and all that. And I know you guys aren't all NYCFC fans, so we'll get off of it. But as a fan of MLS, people talk about, you know, people who don't watch MLS make fun of it. They say that, you know, it's, it's bullshit and there's no real fandom. And let me tell you something. Watching that 7-0 loss, you couldn't tell me that there wasn't real passion there. You know, yeah, people. Yeah. yeah. True. furious for a long time. We were upset for over. A yeah. Week. Real heartache. And then watching this win and not being able to be there, but seeing all of the, you know, the tweets and all the text messages I was getting and, and, you know, everyone posting in the fan board and all that. It was kind of, it was kind of beautiful. It was kind of fun to see. And if you're an MLS fan, we have a star on the rise, man. This Jack Harrison, we've talked about him in the past, uh-huh. you know, and we have you, a little something coming out you, maybe you, soon. Yeah. You hear him uh, at the beginning of the show. Uh, yeah. Introduce us. That's right. He introduces us, which is about time. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that we got a superstar to do that um which speaking of we might want to take Kyrie off of there but uh <laughs> um you know we it's it's legitimately this is someone that is exciting in the league to watch Manchester United product at one point and look you know he's 19 years old let's not give him too much credit just yet but looks kind of uh, he looks like he's the real deal a real, he has real yeah. promise yet you know I mean, who likes him David Villa, David Villa likes like, thank you Vieira keeps talking about him just says that he's yeah. a just a, a kid with talent I and mean, he said the best is yet to come which is even more more wonderful to hear uh, uh, Jack Harrison the, the difference between you know in the first derby uh, uh Jack Harrison didn't come into they were already like about five nil down so right. it, I mean he just went out there just to run some laps basically yeah he's like hey try to try to help not get it to 10 <laughs> and i mean this game he really he you know he started uh he looked confident i mean just and that's just it's just not a thing you really expect outside of uh, uh the designated players yeah absolutely i to be honest he looked like one of the designated players out there just uh, uh yeah. just a kid with absolute skill just yeah. really knows every I, I, just, I was reading more about him and and uh, what a lot of people are saying is that he's just so smart with the ball every touch he takes is always a positive touch it's always right. it, it, it going in the right direction and uh, look yeah and he's young and he's athletic and all that stuff but he's just so he, he's just a smart player for being 19 right. years old and you know like we look at our other young players we look at Kyrie he why well, he was the second pick uh right. last last year behind Kyle Lauren yeah and you and that's sort of he's he, that's what Kyrie should be. Yeah, you know, uh, that's what we thought we were getting with Kyrie. Yeah, you know? and and Kyrie is uh, uh, if you compare the two, I mean, uh, what you the big difference you see is that you know Kyrie is is an athletic player. He's he's the fastest guy on the pitch in almost Every any time. game he plays. Yeah, but he he doesn't make the correct decisions or, or as strong decisions as. Jack does. Right. And not to beat up Kyrie because I think he has a ton of potential and he's at a great price. And look, again, he's only been in the league for two years, mm-hmm. you know, just as he's literally been here since day one, uh, you know, and you got to give the kid a, uh, some opportunity to learn. And, you know, hopefully, you know, he picks it up because he could be a real asset with his size and pace, you know, if he can pick up some of those other things. But one of the things that we see when you look at Jack is what we always talk about, which is the U.S. is great at building athletes like Kyrie. Look at this monster of a human being. Yeah. Who runs like, you know, he's he's a much smaller person. 
Look at someone like Jack. He's not lighting it up, you know, in the in the four, in the four hundred, you know, race or mm-hmm. the whatever the top four hundred meter. You know, he's not. He's not. A, he probably he's a good swimmer, but he's probably not like you know. He's he doesn't he doesn't hit the combine numbers. You know what I mean? Wait, are you suggesting Kyrie is not a good swimmer because of because, because he's black? Some, some no. Yeah. no, I meant I meant Jack isn't a good. Swimmer okay, okay, okay. Because he's English, uh, and the water's not cold enough for him to swim. No, I uh, I said you know Jack isn't like your athlete. Yeah, yeah. You know what the, I mean? The, but the, what the, he is, is he's a footballer. And you could see it when he's out there. He is built to play that game. He understands that game. You know, Americans, we build athletes. We can build a Kyrie. You know yeah. what I mean? But can we start turning these Kyries? If Kyrie had the mentality and skill set of Jack Harrison, he'd, he'd be, be a, unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. he'd be an f- absolute force. Uh, so, and this is what I'm saying. Like, guys like Kyrie can go become wide receivers, which are huge athletes, but don't involve a lot of, you know, sort of uh, skill besides catching and running routes. Those are two main skills. Now you have to be very good guys like Odell Beckham Jr. I'm not taking away anything away from these wide receivers, but Jack Harrison probably wouldn't make it in another sport. Maybe baseball, maybe if he, you know what I mean? Cause you, okay, have to be yeah. that much of an you know what I mean? Yeah. He I, is built to play I think sport. of uh, Jack Harrison, I just think of Wayne Corbett in the jets, you know, just, uh, yeah, just run, just like nifty, but you know, constantly right. getting concussions. Right. That's like, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, getting crushed every time <laughs> he's like i didn't order this and they're like you did actually that's why there's four plates in front of you you keep ordering it uh you're really fucked up bro. Uh, uh you feel bad for guys like that but when you look at someone like jack harris and i think now we're looking at it and we're saying can this kid play for the u.s please yeah and that's uh and you know that after the after the match that's what everyone was talking about but uh you know jack harrison doesn't have the the he's not a citizen not yet not a green he, he if he plays for the u.s he would have to uh it would have to be in five years because he hasn't lived here long enough no but he's already lived here for for five years i think it's five years after you get your green card if i'm not that's that's what i if i understood correctly but maybe maybe there's something look get oh, obama playing for england get already. obama on the line do whatever you got to do get loretta loretta lynch will vouch for him he's good uh, but I, but, <laughs> Loretta Lynch is like, if you don't allow him to play, we will arrest everyone if he even once again. Yeah, exactly. That would be a good threat. They'll I would listen. love if we found out later that Loretta Lynch is just a massive USMNT fan. <laughs> yeah, but so look, they, there's uh, uh, so much promise uh, at NYCFC. That game, I mean, that game changed the the trajectory. I think of, of the team's confidence because look, they're they're in first. Uh, yeah, everyone looked great. Villa was, I mean. There's a there's a great photo of uh, of Villa cheering uh, after after the match to to the supporter section. Absolute pride. He really really did not want to lose that game. No, I mean you could see like there's there's been designated players, uh, you know, maybe even on our own team, uh, where people don't care, where they don't care. You know, they did they don't they don't live and die by what the club does. They see this more of a vacation. You know, like yeah. oh here I am playing in this lower league. You know, Keen I think is one of those players. Javinko is one of those players that doesn't fit that mold. I, David Villa is another one of those players that just absolutely a winner, cares. a yeah. winner. Yeah, he just he just it breaks his heart. I when cannot he stand win. losing. No, and uh and I and I think you know last season watching NYCFC and all the jokes of oh they just. Brought in all these old guys to to try to make us some super team and right. whatever, and even to some degree, I I, I did kind of agree with that. To uh, sure, uh, partly because the effort wasn't really there. But then Vieira came in 
And I think Vieira is just another another guy who's like Villa, right? Who just does not want to lose. And everybody is is adapting to the system. Is is really. Uh, allowing themselves to be coached, you know, in the beginning of the season, how how critical were we of of them playing out of the back, and how well did it work? All that was the- Villa's goal came from playing out of the back, and uh, uh, so it, it's good to see because even honestly, the most and uh, what I didn't expect from the difference from last season to this season is how. Truly amazing, Pirlo has been. Pirlo has right. He still looks like he's not playing. He still looks. (laughs) He looks like a super fan that walked out onto the pitch. Yeah, like dressed in all the gear. Yeah, you think like uh, uh, you know, security's gonna go bum rush him? This guy doesn't belong. Some full kit wanker (laughs) just walked out onto the pitch. Hey, that guy could pass. <laughs> he looks like he's not giving any effort physically, <laughs> but everything is working. He, uh, it's so frustrating. He, he was evading so many Red Bulls with just minor, I mean, just tactical, perfect little yeah. nudges and moves, jukes like that. And it, it's so strange to me because I, I imagine, you know, I, I, I play some soccer here and there, right? right. And I, but athletically, right, if I'm like uh, uh, guarding somebody, for the most part, I think like, well, I can stay with him. Right? right. I can keep up with a 37-year-old man. I in my that's athletically, I believe I can. Right. You know, it just because he's not fast. Right. Right. <laughs> but hey, he's not built for speed either. Like, not, so you're like, yeah, I think I can beat this guy in a foot race. And a lot of the Red Red Bull midfielders are strong dudes. And they're younger, much younger. Center, they're, yeah, they're much younger. And they cannot predict what he's gonna do. He's so right elusive he's just like he's got that wily veteranness to him he just yeah he uh, and like you know and you know he was critical at, you know even after the, the 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 loss the first loss against the red bulls he was very critical about how the mls the, the tactically they don't you know they don't know they have no technique you know they right. don't know they, they, they're more run first athletic, exactly they and don't teach tactics until much later and then when you see how you know when you see that in play when he's really just schooling dudes right. on how it's really done. And think about it. He was doing this at the Serie A, which is probably one of the most tactically, like, technically gifted leagues. Yeah, yeah. He was able to do this and make them look like fools. Yeah. What he does to certain midfields is absolutely <laughs> amazing. So that's like, for me as an NYCFC fan, that was like the most exciting thing to see of just like how much of a leadership role because uh, that he's taken. Because I think right. under Christ, I think he just like, I think he had that mentality like, all right, let me let me collect a check here. Let me see what New York is like. Right, you know, let's. Uh, and for everyone who said that Christ wasn't the issue, maybe he wasn't. But we're looking at this now and going, Vieira is clearly a better option for these for these for these people. Yeah, you know what I mean for this team as it's made up. The team is in first place. Yeah, twenty seven points. Didn't the NYCFC didn't even sniff first place last season? Well, only in the after the first match. <laughs> after the first match, we played before everyone else. <laughs> And then from there, it was a nice careening down towards the bottom. So this this is great to see. Yeah, I mean, especially with teams like Columbus Crew. I mean, what happened to them? You know, great match this past weekend. You know, the other Kamara. The other Kamara guy. Yes, yeah. he was just replaced. Uh, <laughs> just a clone, I believe. Oh, Kamara wants to leave? <laughs> well, then get Kamara in here <laughs> so he can replace Kamara. Yeah, they have uh, right just under the pitch. They have like a, a brewing Kamaras. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah under Someone the, goes down there and waters them yeah, a little yeah. bit. It looks like uh, that, that scene in the Matrix where, the, where they pull out the the people right 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 <laughs> just yeah. they're growing In pods <laughs> yeah, the pods uh, so yeah I, look how different this uh 
you know, the table looks. Uh, Absolutely. And, you know, and I will say, look, if, if we were, if NYCFC was playing in the West, they'd be in fourth place. That's how much better the West is right now. Which is still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, about, you know, it just suggests like the, the, the vast improvement Absolutely. that even in the Western Conference. They, I, look, NYCFC is, I think, third in uh, for the supporter shield. Yeah. No, fourth right fourth. now. Fourth. Yeah. That's that's not. Are you kidding me? That's yeah. just crazy. Wait, within we're, we're within a shot. It's an expansion this? team. Yeah, it just got here last year. That to be able to just improve that much is such a good sign. Uh, FC Dallas looks great. FC Dallas, uh, very strong. Uh, they knocked off uh, Colorado. Colorado's been first for a long time. Yeah. And uh, for what they did to Orlando, it's like, calm down, man. Give yeah. them a break. <laughs> you know, 4 0. Jeez. It, it's kind of what well, FC Dallas, the last couple of weeks, they haven't looked so, so strong. Uh, so this is a, a good sign that they're going in the right direction again. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, let's talk about uh, Colorado and uh, and welcoming back Mr. America. The sec- What is it? The, the sec- Security of Defense? Secretary <laughs> uh, the of Defense. Secretary of Defense. Uh, Tim Howard is back in the MLS for the Colorado Rapids. Uh, He played his first match against uh, uh, the Portland Timbers on Independence Day. And... uh, Clean sheet, baby. Clean sheet. Didn't uh, look... You know, he hasn't played much at Everton. He, you know, he didn't play much. Well, I mean, he had like, you know, they, they stopped playing him so much towards the end. Yeah. So he's had a bit of a time off. You know, he, he gave himself a nice vacation. Yes, he's basically. rested. Uh, he only played uh, one match in the, the Copa America, the third place game against Colombia. Right, where we lost. Oh, we lost. Only one, you know. Uh, so, yeah. but he, he you know, it wasn't, uh, I wouldn't blame him for the loss. No, I wouldn't either. Uh, but it's. Exciting to have him back, and and yeah. and he is. Uh, it's you know he left the league what ten years ago, eleven years ago. Yeah, uh, Red Bull. He was a Red Bull. He's from New Jersey, actually. Originally a Metro Star. Yeah, sure. Then a Red Bull, and then uh uh, and and he played. You know he he brought back that that Premier League experience and confidence, and first sure. game back already. Yelling his mind off, yeah, at, at uh, taking control of that back line. Which, when you're a goalkeeper, that's part of your job. Yeah, because if you show any, if you're meek, you little, you know that that your that goalkeeper position, you have to be, you have to have a, a, a leadership mentality. You have to be able to criticize yep. your back line when they make mistakes. Uh, Put them in the right position, all and, those things. And he, uh, and and it was good. It was good to see. And Colorado. Probably does, you know, they were doing pretty well. So they don't, it's not like they needed him necessarily. Uh, but it, uh, it, it's, I'm just happy that he's back in the MLS. We, we made a video about it that you should watch. Just go on our YouTube channel. Yeah, go to YouTube our YouTube check. channel, check that out, share it. That yeah. would also be very nice. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I like is that he's playing with Jermaine Jones. They have a lot of experience together. You can see that they're the two leaders on the pitch. Mm-hmm. You can just see that already just from watching that first match. And I think, you know, once he gets his uh, feet wet a little bit there in Colorado, I think he's going to be just fine. I think the team play is playing very, very well. You know, what better time than to have, you know, uh, a monster of a goalkeeper come in, um, um, and and I think they're just going to continue to do well. And they played Portland, and uh, you know Portland looks still looks really good. But they couple yeah, of missed shots. The, I mean that that one shot was it Adi Adi banging uh, off Fernando the post. Adi, yeah, banging off the post. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, you know I, they're they're a good team. I mean, I don't know what's happening to them. Twenty four points. They're only four place. You know, four places off the bottom right now of the Western Conference. You know, they're not playing incredibly yeah, they, well, but they are such a good team. They didn't have a a good start to the season, to and it's the disappointing from Portland. They you know they expect so so much more. They have such a great uh, fan base. Yeah, but they could have easily won that game against Colorado. I mean, uh, Tim Timmy was good. Yeah, uh, but you know it was a nil nil draw and. I'll grab a boy off the post, uh, Adi off the post. 
Yeah, Rabavoy. I mean, you know, just dialed up a shot. No one really in front of him. And again, goes wide towards the far post. I mean, you know, hey, as an NYCFC fan, we remember those days. That must be a, a weird um, uh, position to be in when you're you're the goalkeeper. You're in first place and you get replaced, you know, by the DP. Who's I I, I don't remember who is oh, the well, keeper. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. But that has to be it has to hurt a little bit. It's also, you know, I look, I would be pissed, but you know, you walk in and someone who plays for the national team, you're going to understand, right? Uh, McMath, Zach McMath. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, you got someone better. Yeah. It's weird though, because I mean, yeah, he is better. Yeah. uh, But it's like. He's staring at the team photo. (laughs) But but I'm still really good. You know, I mean, this is, uh, we were uh, talking about uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant coming to the Golden State Warriors. Oh. Like, it is completely unnecessary, right? Yeah. They don't <laughs> oh, good for them. <laughs> yeah. They clearly do not. This is not a player they need. No. Uh, so bringing him, it's like, all right, well, yeah. I mean, soccer is obviously different. Uh, um, yeah, I said it, was, it reminded me of like when Robin Van Persie went from Arsenal to Manchester United. Yeah. It's like, here's the team that beat you. Not necessarily to win it all or whatever, but, you know, you're going there specifically to win cups, you know? Yeah. It's, it's fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this this uh, Independence Day was when uh, Kevin Durant announced that yeah. he was. Uh, that he, so, I mean, he, he made, made himself independent of Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> he made I mean, he made July 4th about him. There yeah. was nobody else was talking about anything yeah. else. It was like America. What? I don't God know. God bless <laughs> Golden State. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that I loved what happened when he did retire is almost immediately Tim Duncan <laughs> announced that he's most likely retiring. Oh yeah. He, there's no, there's he was like, wait, what? I ain't playing that. I'm good. Yeah. 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 Nah, <laughs> man, what's the point? <laughs> that, I think that's a lot of teams feel now. It's like, yeah. yeah what's the point? Uh, cause it, we, we were talking about uh, this off air, like this idea of building a super team. Right. And like how, right. like where this doesn't really happen. This sort of happens in soccer where you, yeah, like you have the Galacticos, right? Like yeah. the, uh, you know, the, uh, Real Madrid getting all these, you know, famous players, Beckham and Raul and yeah. But even still, when, uh, given that there's more players, right? Uh, there's 11 players. So one player could, can't really affect the game. So, so drastically. Right. Right. Where as a, in, in basketball, there's only five guys on the team uh, and one person can can absolutely dominate the game. We see LeBron James. LeBron James went uh, his first stint with the Cavaliers in the playoffs. What was it? I forgot. Was it against Boston or something or Detroit when he scored like 22 points in a row? Like, right. so this this is very uh, this is very possible right. uh, where one player can affect the, the team so drastically. But in, in soccer, that's not really uh, if realistic. One, if there's one team that maybe understands how OKC feels, it's Dortmund. Okay. Because every year players announce midway through the season (laughs) that they're going to go play for Bayern. It's like, could you let it go (laughs) until the end? I would argue even that one one bad player on a really good team is is worth is more like a a more of an has more of an effect, a, a more of a catastrophic effect than one really good player on a bad team. In soccer, in soccer, yes, yeah, for sure. One bad player, there's one, your, there's the week in the chain, and yeah. every they will always go after right. it. Uh, so the, the the team dynamic, the 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 tactics right. are are more important than one player, as opposed sure. to in in basketball where uh, that yeah one one dude could be like I'm running this yeah. fourth quarter, nobody. You're not touching the ball, right? Give me the damn ball. <laughs> like you don't have that in soccer. Exactly. Yeah, soccer is a team sport. 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that makes a good point. You have to. You can't have a weak link. Anyway, uh, which but- which on this podcast is us keeping time. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, still Kevin Durant. You probably shouldn't have gone to yeah. that team. Any other? Robin Van Persie's like, good move, bro. <laughs> Go get yours. <laughs> Who cares if they hate you? All right, everybody. Let's uh, let's talk. Uh, we'll do Kulikin's corner next up. We'll just uh, round up some of the some of the stories, uh, you know, that slipped through the cracks uh, all over all over global soccer. Uh, I think we're going to talk a lot of Mourinho. Oh yeah, Mourinho is back. <laughs> we he came back <laughs> hardcore. He's like hard body. Give me the mic. <laughs> he just dropped the mic uh right right in the, it back up that's <laughs> more shit in it and then dropped it again exactly he 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 spoke so loud into the mic uh pep guardiola heard it yeah, yeah he's really he's making some noise in manchester oh, man. um all get, right get off arson's back <laughs> all right we'll uh, be right back with cooligan's corner Damn, Alexis, you look amazing. Damn, Christian, I was going to say the same thing about you. You're practically glowing. Dude, I got to know, did you lose weight? Did you just shave? Did you get a new haircut? Did you get your teeth whitened? Did you get a face tattoo? Did you get bicep implants? You know, I, I think it's that we're both wearing these great shirts from On the Volley Apparel. That's right. Not only are On the Volley uh, clothes super comfortable, they have some amazing designs. Yeah, they're all soccer inspired, like their shirt with the Wu-Tang logo that has a soccer pitch in it. Dude, that's one of my favorites. You know what? We got to let our fans know that they could save 20% off any order with the promo code THECOOLIGANS, all one word, just by going to VAFootballClub.com. That is huge. 20% off any order of On The Volley Apparel at VAFootballClub.com just by using the promo code THECOOLIGANS, all one word. That's a great deal. Yeah, our listeners are really lucky. Hey, uh, you don't think this tattoo of Elsa on my face looks stupid, do you? Nah, man, of course not. Hey, do you think it's weird that my doctor added nipples to my bicep implant? Hey, guys. Cooligan's Corner. Cooligan's Corner. Corner. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff that we didn't get to touch base on the last uh, two segments. Uh, so it's going to be more rapid fire. Yeah, wow. Bad. <laughs> Real bad. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, a-, a child <laughs> pretending to be a gun is what you just... Uh, what you- a la- <laughs> but a laser gun. I, you know what, what was interesting about uh, 4th of July? A lot of kids running around with, uh, you know, those like glowing sticks or whatever like that people run around with like little toys like, like star wars yeah yeah so it's a similar but, but they, they they flash in j- different colors but there were little kids with like th- these swords that glow in all these different colors but they also make a noise every time you swing it oh i know what you're talking so they about go, yeah choo, every time you you know that uh, thrust and you throw yeah but then these kids and they wouldn't stop they just oh my god choo, 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 everything and it, and and you grab it break it over your leg <laughs> like a baseball bat hand it back to them yeah and it's a, and part of me is like i I was a child. I yeah. I knew what fun like. I mean, it's good. He's not he's not a kid on an iPad. You know, right. di- disconnected from humanity. Right. He's like you know. Thinking, but right now, you wish you could silence <laughs> this like you could an iPad. Give this kid an iPad. Yeah, come on, <laughs> he's ruining my good time. See, this your problem was you went out right. I yeah, stayed yeah. in on Fourth of July because I know it's an absolute mess. <laughs> uh, before we start with Cooligan's Corner, hey, shout out to Chudan, uh, Chattanooga FC. Chudanuga. Chudanuga. <laughs> Go out there and shoot <laughs> some nougat. Um, Chattanooga FC. See, uh, eighteen thousand fans. None of these players are being paid. This is an amateur team. Yeah, yeah. This has been happening uh, with a couple of different cities where they they are getting huge, huge crowds for yeah. for. Uh 
you know, teams with that you don't really think of uh, people who are interested in soccer, but right. FC Cincinnati is another one. Huge. Every game. I mean, I mean it's those like, players are paid at least. Yeah, but 20,000 people. There's to, a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of UPS delivery guys and accountants out there. <laughs> 18,000 people. Yeah, but these cities that you don't really think uh, can can attract a, a soccer fan base are really, are really doing it. So for everyone who's out there uh, doubting... You know that uh, America is a soccer country. It's coming. Yeah, slowly but surely. Now we just need 18,000 people to show up for Cooligans FC <laughs> every Sunday. Yeah, NYC footy, guys. Um, so uh, let's uh, let's get started. Let's uh, do it. First thing, we were we mentioned Mourinho. Hi, Papa Freaks, all the honeys. <laughs> <laughs> Jose, Jose. Jose. Uh, as they say in England, Jose Mourinho. Yeah. Uh, he is uh, He is back. He had his well, first. it's Jose if you're Portuguese, which he is. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. They, they pronounce the J like that. The J. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so... Uh, Jose Mourinho, he is uh, he is back in the Premier League. He is, uh, you know, we all know, he's the manager for Manchester United and uh, really getting comfortable in that seat already. Yeah, if, let me just say this. Uh, what about Christian's about to read? If you didn't hate Manchester United before, <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, I mean, they, they, you know, you know, when you think of Manchester United, you don't really, uh, they, I, I don't know in my memory of, um, I mean, Sir Alex Ferguson was a more, more cordial. A of class a, above. Yes. He yeah. was just a, 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 a gentleman. Right. Calm man who, who. Sportsman. You know, he yeah. would. He would when he would speak to the press. Yes, uh, I'm sure he could be frustrated with him at times. He but could he, be sharp. He could be cutting, but he was always classy. Yeah, exactly. And when you and hire, has Marine, that continued? <laughs> no, he did not pass that torch to no. Mourinho. He tried to pass the torch to him, and Mourinho yeah. just threw it on the ground. Mourinho <laughs> used it, lit one of the <laughs> curtains on fire, and walked out of the room. So, Red Devils. Uh, Mourinho uh, had his first press conference, and I just uh, uh, pulled out my favorite uh, of his quotes. <laughs> Here we so, go. First up, they uh, they asked him about uh, about just his time uh, and how he feels is is his uh, sort of legacy is going to go in Manchester United, what his tenure is going to be like there, uh, and and he didn't waste any time at uh, a little dig at Arsene Wenger. Here he comes. <laughs> so he goes, uh, uh, some some managers. Uh, uh, I'm gonna just read this as sarcastically as possible. But he goes, some managers. Uh, <laughs> the last time they won a title was ten years ago. Some of them never. The last time I won a title was a year ago. So if I have a lot to prove, imagine the others. Uh, so, so really, you he went in sh- shots fired yeah, shots to every fired. single manager. He is he has guns on both arms, just firing. He everywhere. rips down a picture of Arsene Wenger. He's like, next question. He just, <laughs> he's claiming victims as he goes. I mean, look, Arsene Wenger doesn't carry himself this way. Ar- Arsene has stooped to this level before because of things like this, and it's you know this. <sighs> As much as I hate it as an Arsenal fan, if you're not an Arsenal fan, if you're a Manchester United fan or a fan of any other team, or especially if you're a Tottenham fan, this has to excite you. This has to make the league a little better. And I can't imagine anything more fun. And this is what he does. This is what he brings. This is exactly what he brings. Yeah. He's like, you know, he's like a wrestling promo every time he talks. Exactly. Uh, you know, and look, him him and Pep in the same city, <laughs> this is going to be good. I mean, this is just a taste. This yeah. is just a taste. So, I mean, it, it's great that he's already getting started. He also uh, received a question about Wayne Rooney. And, and when we were talking about this on the the last episode, and it sort of made me a little happy right. hearing him say this because uh i was very critical of wayne rooney as a midfielder sure you know in general at the euros uh not 
really not his best showing, not totally, totally playing out of position. Right. And they asked uh, Mourinho about what he, you know, what, how is he going to use Wayne Rooney? Uh, and he, he, he talked a lot. He said a bunch of good things about uh, how he, he, he's only 30 years old. He's still hungry. He, 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 he is a, he is a true competitor. Um, but he also mentioned about, uh, he was talking about him being a midfielder and he goes, uh, Mourinho quote says, yes, his passing is amazing, but mine is also amazing without any pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Many players have a great pass, but to put the ball in the net is the most difficult. Uh, he being uh, Wayne Rooney, he's, he will be a number nine, a number 10, an, uh, a nine and a half, but never a number six or a number eight. So, so he did wow. not... You know, he doesn't mince words. Yeah. A lot of times people even like, you know, what we see uh, American coaches uh, sort of you, you never really want to put any of your players down. You 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 say that in private. You tell, right. you tell them exactly how you feel. But to the media, you don't criticize your uh, other players very uh, right. like at, at least this. Not this like accurately. You know, this, <laughs> yeah. this is like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were all thinking it, but yeah, hold back a little. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, the show, uh, what is it like? Uh, what is it? What's it called? Like uh, uh, Hard Knocks? Yeah, yeah. Where they follow the team. Mm -hmm. There's cameras there and the coaches still don't say this stuff in yeah. the locker room That's because right. there's cameras there. Every time Jose's on, he's like, let me show you how it's done. Yeah. Not the what do you think? Of course he's garbage. Of course he's banging <laughs> his players, for, you know, his friend's wife. He's an absolute piece of trash. What's your next question? I mean, he is clearing up. They don't have a cap, but he's clearing up cap space left and right. Yeah. He's just annoying other managers. He's annoying his own players. It's it's great. I mean, the dude is authentic and no matter where he goes. What you get is what you get with him, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I, I, look, I don't like him, but you can't hate him. Yeah. The thing is, when when he is... Winning, this looks great. Yeah. And and we saw in Chelsea last season. Ooh, when it goes bad. When it goes badly, it's really, really bad. So yeah. it's uh, uh it's cool to hear him talk like this and, and and you know and speak the truth because he is gonna absolutely I mean Manchester United is gonna be a completely different team. Ibrahimovic like also uh we he mentioned uh that, that's official. Ibrahimovic yeah. is going uh to Manchester United, so we're gonna have the Ibra Rashford connection i mean it's gonna marshall i mean it it's gonna be surreal what it's this gonna team be is gonna fun to watch like. it's yeah. gonna be a lot of fun to watch it, and it, i personally hope it goes bad again because to me that was just as much fun to watch yeah chelsea fans are irate right now yeah i mean it's starting to feel a little uh you know the golden state warriors of the premier league yeah a little bit <laughs> a little bit i can see that especially since we're all starting to hate golden state <laughs> yeah how quickly they went from the oh. most likable team golden hate warriors <laughs> uh, <laughs> i think it works it works not bad uh, uh, next up, uh, let's talk about a little bit about Argentina. Argentina, we saw them in the Copa America had uh, their their collapse in the penalties, lost again. The collapse continues. <laughs> Chile, yeah, there it is still crumbling. They <laughs> they are not rebuilding a thing. No, uh, not <laughs> at all. <laughs> pieces are still falling apart. Uh, uh, just recently, uh, uh, as of today, uh, the coach uh, Tata Martino uh, has resigned from the Argentine national team. Uh, due to uh, uh, all the turmoil in uh, in Argentina with the Argentina uh, Argentine uh, federal uh, uh, with the association with the football association, right. I so, mean, you know, it seems like he's the last person to leave. You know, yeah, yeah, like he's, he's playing violin <laughs> yeah. on the Titanic. He has, he has third degree burns. Yeah. Like, why we left a while ago, man? Yeah. Why are you, so <laughs> homie? We're all out here. <laughs> Everyone's gonna play for Uruguay. Get over here. What are you doing? Uh, yeah. 
I mean, he's. I. But also, you said Aguero, right? Yeah. So, uh, the, uh, uh, Sergio Aguero's father announced that he, uh, uh, like on some Argentinian radio station, said that uh, if uh, Messi leaves, that Aguero will also be leaving with him. So. Uh, I mean, look, Argentina, they, they I mean, the, the, the problems are, are, as we're seeing, are much, much larger than just the, than the 11 on the yeah, field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Messi's missed penalty. <laughs> there's so many things going on. Uh, one of the, the, the real reason uh, Martino quit wasn't because of losing in the Copa America was because there was so much confusion with preparing for the Olympics. They, they apparently have no organization of who who the squad is going to be. Right. And the, the Olympics are like three weeks away. Yeah. And they have no idea who's going. Yeah. And now this is even worse. They have no, who, uh, well, they, well, they have to like resign that. I mean, they, they, there's, there's such a, uh, there's such chaos going on in Argentina w- w- with uh, their, their football association that they don't even know who they, who they're going to feel in the Olympics. This is like their own Brexit thing. Everyone's quitting. Nobody wants to actually like, you know, start, you know, sort of backing out of the the EU and England. Yeah. They're like, I don't want to be in charge of that. I'm out of here. Everyone who made all those promises are gone. Same thing with Argentina. Their club is like, yeah, I'm not dealing with this. Uh, you go ahead and figure it out. I, I, it's surprising that they haven't figured this out because FIFA is is basically had to step in and is handling everything for them. Right. Uh, but apparently there was so much corruption that they they can't figure anything. They can't out. figure anything out. I mean, you know like, what I say? Send Boca. Just send both oh, so in the there. Boca Juniors, yeah. Just send the Boca Juniors in there. <laughs> I, I said send Loretta Lynch to go fix everything in Argentina. You know what? Let, let, <laughs> Loretta <laughs> Lynch passes the ball to Di Maria, Di Maria, Di Higuain. Take a couple Spanish lessons, she'll be fine, you know? <laughs> She's better than no one, which is what they have right now. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Uh, hopefully Argentina can figure this out because this is uh, I mean, uh, crazy. I mean, they, they, Remember that video we posted of the five guys sitting on the couch yelling at the TV? Send yeah, those guys send in. The, yeah, I think they, yeah. they'll... <laughs> They'll have the passion yeah. to like, uh, yeah, field a, a pretty solid squad. Beludo, ya que? <laughs> yeah, that'd be Beludo. critical. Uh, next up, uh, let's uh, congratulate Toronto FC for uh, winning the Canadian uh, Voyagers Cup or the Canadian yeah. Cup. Uh, the I, Canadian I, U.S. Open Cup, if you will. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And, they uh, won't be happy that I said that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, big. Look, they won something. Yeah, they, they won something. They defeated uh, uh, Vancouver. Uh, the Vancouver Whitecaps uh, in the second leg. Did they make the playoffs last year? In the they MLS? did. That was, that the, was first, the first time. The first okay. time. So look at this. Everything changes. You get Javinko. Look what happens. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Uh, maybe. And yeah, they did it without Javinko, by the way. Uh, and uh, what is it? Will Johnson? Will Johnson just shredded his knee apart. That's right. So the, they were down uh, two, on aggregate. Two on, to one. They, it was they were up one nil in on aggregate yeah. and then but during the during the game they were down two nothing so yeah. they needed the away goal to uh just uh, for the tiebreaker and, right. and to win it uh, and they did it in absolutely spectacular fashion right at the last second 94th uh, 95th minute technically yeah uh uh, uh, just a, a, a prayer, you know, the Hail Mary, and then... Uh, yeah, beautiful shot. The keeper parries it away. Well, the keeper, try, uh, he tried to catch right. it. Right, it sort of bounced around. He tried to catch it, and his own player ran Got into in him, and yeah. in which he was absolutely furious. Uh, but the keeper, that you don't try to catch it. Right. And there's so much uh, uh, confusion. So going. many people over there. You don't try to catch that ball. Right. And, it, and he, he, tried, it away. he tried to catch it. His own defender 
uh, knocked it out of the way. Right. So he was pretty far off from goal when the ball sort of trickled in front of the beautiful run of Will Johnson. It was coming full speed. Yeah. So the keeper gets up and kind of just throws his body in the direction of the ball because he wouldn't been able to get a hand on it. Correct. Uh, so he's sort of trying to block it. And let's just say that this six foot something man's entire body comes into the knee of Will Johnson, the planted knee of Will Johnson, mm-hmm. as his body is careening forward still. Yeah. So two momentums hit really right at the knee. And instead of celebrating, he is writhing in pain yeah, on the floor. Yeah, a great, great shot. Uh, oh, my God. Just a great strike. It, it, remi- it reminded me of uh, uh, Landon Donovan against Algeria a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, very much know, so. Yeah, Last yeah, yeah. minute, just really, really exciting play. That type of way. It seemed like everyone else was standing still, that yeah. kind of thing. I mean, and, and Vancouver, what a shock. I mean, you you had... Had it in the bag. You had it right there. All The, 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 the keeper makes a, a better decision on that ball, yeah. and the game is over. I know he wanted to secure it to end the game, but... Even if he just punched it... You, you know, punch it, you, the game would have been over. Even if it was just, punch. yeah, even if it was just like a corner, you give up. You yeah. Know? So super, super disappointing uh, for Vancouver. I mean, the players were like uh, Bolaños, Everett, crying, absolutely just crying on the pitch. Right. <laughs> and that's, uh, but good on Toronto. I mean, I think Toronto needed it more. Uh, you know, so now they make it to the, they're in the Concacaf Champions League. Uh, but and I think now they can focus more on the MLS season because they haven't been too steady, and it's probably because of the U.S. Open. I mean, uh, they're uh, the Canadian Cup. Well, they so. gave up that beautiful goal to Keane. Oof. Uh, who gave up that? Oh, uh, Vancouver, Vancouver, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. MLS, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! So yeah, hopefully the now they can focus on that. And come on, Vancouver, you bottled it in the last second. <laughs> you feel terrible when your own players are crying, but you got the MLS still. Yeah, uh, yeah, and NYCFC had the MLS immediately. They yeah. just they were like, no, we don't want to have anything. Use a cup. Why? Why waste our time? <laughs> yeah, uh, and that was we didn't really talk about that uh, that loss, but that was uh, uh, Patrick Vieira took a lot of responsibility. He. he he took a lot. He took the blame for it. He said he he thought his players, the 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 players that he fielded, would have been able to win that game, and they did. Poku, it was up front. It was Poku. Bellucci was there. Bellucci played in the midfield. It was up front. It was Poku, uh, um, Mullins, and Kyrie. Yeah, and and they just they couldn't produce anything. Oof. So he was he, was, he blamed himself because you know we had there was you know. Via Pirlo, nobody played. Yeah, and by the way, just to confirm, we didn't talk about it, but Poku did get purchased by Miami FC. That's right. The number that everyone seems to kind of agree on is somewhere around $750,000. And he was making 60 something thousand dollars this year, and he's getting paid six figures. Yeah. So he got a raise by going down a level. I, I don't get it. <laughs> and I think they showed, uh, they're, they're showing it this year on TV. Uh, NASL has struck a deal with CBS. And, yes, he played you know, his uh, first game. He, got, he played, I believe, the first uh, 60 minutes, and right. he got subbed off. Uh, you know, barely anyone in the stands. So, you know, maybe Chattanooga FC will buy him for $300,000. Yeah. We're going to miss you, Poku, man. Yeah, we miss you. This league makes no sense. <laughs> Soccer in the U S sometimes right. makes zero sense. But congratulations. Strange. A championship level team would not buy someone from the Premier League and pay him more. You know, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. But anyway, that's fine. Uh, here we are. And finally, uh, for our final story on cool against corner, th- th- this is a big one and, and it's going to be a lot to unpack, but so please, uh, stay with us. Yeah. I'll try to make it brief. Yes. Uh, but they, if uh, if you've been reading about um, uh, just soccer news in general, you may have seen a uh, a lawsuit. Uh, the, the, uh, so basically, U.S. Uh, a certain group of uh, U.S. youth soccer clubs, yes. you know these these young academies that train the players, are suing the MLS Players Union and a couple of uh, specific players, uh, DeAndre Yedlin, 
Michael Bradley and Clint Dempsey. Yeah. So they're suing them for. Well, they're named in the suit. They're named in the suit. Right. Uh, referring to they they uh, those three players trained with uh, those specific uh, youth like groups of those, yeah, those, those camps, those academies and non-club associated academies. Yeah. So they want, they, they basically want, uh, as it works in Europe, uh, you have an academy. If they, if there's a player that let's say Chelsea's like, Hey, you, that player in their academy, we want that guy. He's really good. Yeah. If they purchase him, the academy should make some money and they, they get paid for right. that. And really the way it works in Europe is uh, let's say, you know, a no name town like Swindon town. We mentioned them earlier. Mm-hmm. Let's say Swindon town in league one finds a kid like Robson Kanu mm-hmm. in, in the local, in the local, you know, space has him, you know, signs him, has him train with the team. And let's say Arsenal walks by and says, Whoa, that kid looks great. We want to buy him. If Arsenal were to sell him to Barcelona, which happens a lot, unfortunately, uh, Swindon town is owed a part of that fee, a small part yeah. as a solidarity payment saying, thank you for doing your job. It's a way a lot of these smaller clubs survive when they're more of a selling club yeah. is because they're constantly getting paid as these players are continuously moving around all of Europe. So in the U S because we don't have lower leagues in that sense, and we don't have this like just infiltration of all these uh, teams everywhere, like in England, you know, there's a team, there's three teams in every town here. We don't have that. So what we have are these smaller academies that don't have a professional MLS or, or NASL team associated with them. Like Crossfire is the one in Seattle that DeAndre Yedlin played for. They helped train them. DeAndre Yedlin came in as a homegrown player barely playing for the Seattle C, uh, Seattle Sounders Academy the you know he was for the lack of a better term besides his college experience a crossfire player so crossfire sold him to the academy the the Sounders Academy um after you know because he had the contract so they are owed a small part of that money that got paid by Tottenham when they bought him from Seattle. That's how it's supposed to work. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. We sold them to you. Now we keep making money every time they're sold. It's a little bit like, you know, like a, not a pyramid scheme, but it's like now we owe still a yeah, small part. Because, uh, you know, especially in American uh, uh, Youth Academy, how, like where would they even get their money? You know, right. like they, they need that. That's how you make their money. That's how it happens all yeah. over the world. So as more players get bought and bought and bought and American players are getting better, it's really the onus is to pay these smaller clubs, I think, because they're doing the hard job of finding most of these players. These are free scouts. Yeah. yeah, you have to pay them for the player, but these guys are doing the job up front. So you go ahead and you buy them. But if you remember, all right, so MLS got sued by players uh, a while ago. It was called the Frazier case, if you ever in bring 19, it up. In 1998. Yeah, so they wanted to break apart the single entity system. Uh, apparently, they're not allowed to. It's, it wasn't a monopoly. It's not considered a monopoly. It's considered a single entity, and the law says that it's okay. Okay, that MLS is playing within their, they're, they're doing right uh, within the law. Yeah. So one of the things that came about in this, and there was a lot that came about, one of the things was that the MLS didn't have to pay solidarity payments, but FIFA rules state that you're supposed to. So Crossfire and Dallas Texans and a couple of these other youth clubs whose players have been sold on came together and have filed a petition with FIFA. FIFA has heard their complaints. The big thing was FIFA, apparently everyone said that FIFA would never hear their complaint. They did. They're going to come out with a ruling. Now, MLS wants to stay in the confines of FIFA. They're doing a couple things that aren't FIFA regulated, like 
like they're not playing in the winter window. They're supposed to play in the winter window. Mm -hmm. They're not playing well in the winter, in the winter months. They're not playing in the winter months. They're playing in the summer because they don't want to compete with the NFL. And a lot of their owners are NFL, you know, owners. So it makes sense to play in the summer. There's a couple other things. One of the things is a single entity that the uh, FIFA doesn't want. FIFA wants promotion and relegation. They don't have that. Solidarity payments is something that FIFA states that if you want to be considered a FIFA, you know, team, you want to be, you want your players to be in FIFA, the whole nine, you got to follow these rules. They haven't followed a lot of them and FIFA's given them a pass in the past. Now comes this other thing, the solidarity payment. What is FIFA going to say? Are they going to continue to turn a blind eye to MLS or are they going to fall on the side of the players? We don't know. MLS has sort of softened the way they speak about solidarity payments. The one part that hasn't is the MLS players union, which I do not understand why they are so staunchly against it. They say that this is, you know, extortion. It's a shakedown. It's a shakedown and that we won't play. And that if they do, we're going to sue for antitrust. I don't. And they're saying, well, it's going to make our players too expensive. And European teams would rather buy someone else than buy an American. This has nothing to do with the money you pay for the player. Now, I'm sure a club will want to negotiate more because, you know, they understand it's like paying a tax. You know, well, I have this tax, so I need to charge a little more because I'm going to lose money. You know, it's like when you you sell something on Amazon on eBay, you'd be like, oh yeah, shipping costs $10 instead of five. So you can make a little bit of extra money that American clubs may start doing that maybe, but this has nothing to do on the backs of the players. The players should be sending money to these small clubs and not as charity. They should be doing it by way of being so good that they're sold. And those clubs, huge amounts of money that these clubs make are going back to these small town clubs. Like, you know, uh, you know, when um, Alexis Sanchez got sold to Arsenal, one of the things that he was so proud of was how much money his original club in Chile, this tiny little club in Chile made. Yeah. It saved that club. That's one of the reasons why he even wanted to move. Like these are the things that carry on the tradition of soccer in small cities all over the world and develop amazing players like Alexis Sanchez. What is happening here that we decide we don't want to do that? So hopefully the players union calm the fuck down. And if you are the players union, you didn't do shit during the CBA. If you're the players you're looking at them going what the fuck have you done for us so far nothing you cowered in front of the mls we barely got free agency we didn't get anything we wanted it's still a single entity yeah we went from thirty thousand to sixty thousand. but what does that mean now we could supersize our value meals you were <laughs> soccer players you didn't do anything for us before and now you're trying to hurt the people that help build these players into the you know have the ability where they don't have to have a real job and they could run around the world and kick a ball for a living what are you doing if you're this what is his name foos yeah. if you're this foos guy you failed during the cba you're failing now what did this isn't an open mic you can't you got to go up and do your a babe yeah this is uh, my my grasp because it, it was sort of difficult to understand and i was uh talking to you off air about like I, I i don't really understand who's angry right yeah. right like who why would anybody be like this seems like sort of standard but now that i'm uh, even you know hearing you uh uh, uh it helps me understand it a little more and it, it really just sounds like it's a power struggle. Certainly is. Where, where the, the, the advantage that, like, it makes me, it reminds me of NCAA, right? NCAA wants to ensure that there's amateur athletes. Right. They right? don't want anybody to get paid. No, they want nobody to get paid because so, they're amateur and they, 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 they jump through every hoop they can to explain how, no, they can't, they shouldn't be paid because right. blah, blah, blah. And that's it sounds like that's what's happening here where it's like no they're they're too they're too young and and they don't want to be paid but the, the um, you know and we had another episode where we talked about another article about how uh about how soccer is basically just a, a rich white sport in, in here it is in the US because 
uh, when because of pay to play. When you want right. th- these academies, the way they make their money and the way they shouldn't be making their money is from the players themselves. They, they, the players' family has to pay money. Uh, right. This is why we can't have we can't develop talent. Right. I mean, you know, we're not going to find incredible talent every time in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. You have to get out of the middle class, yeah. whether it's go up into the, you know, the one percentage, which I highly doubt you're going to find a lot of talent there. But you got to go down into the, just uh, Trump's, kids. Trump's why, kids. Why can't they be great? Good God. <laughs> Ivanka. Please don't let them even hear the word soccer so they don't buy a club. But, um, you know, we need to start going into places where these where, where there's kids that don't have other interests. Hearing, you know, MLS first round picks go, oh, I decided to do this instead of finance. You're like, this kid's got, he could have made $200,000 out of the gate, you know, doing blow off of hookers in Vegas. <laughs> He's not thinking about playing in Dallas yeah. or in Houston in the summer. The, you know what I mean? Like we need to start finding the kids that have a hunger and love the sport, have a passion for but, it and have nothing else. But, and, and, but those kids that are passionate about they it, can't afford, they can't to afford it. They can't afford it. So why shouldn't, why shouldn't these clubs yeah. be paying? Cause at the very least, like let's say, um, you know, if if these uh, uh, academies don't get everything they want, let's say they get fifty percent of the money that they that they're hoping they can get, that's still that's less money that they have to ask the players yeah. and the players' families to and play. And maybe you don't, and maybe the coaches can be paid a little more. Maybe you can find better coaches. Exactly. And if you're the MLS Players Union, how big of an idiot is this? But maybe there's something I don't understand that I'm not that I'm not privy to. But if you're this foos guy, how is this guy a lawyer? Yeah. This, is, this might be the dumbest way. If you can find a way to, to d- ding a bit, a hole in the, in the, in the cast iron, you know, uh, armor that the MLS has right now in the form of that Frazier case saying that they're not a monopoly. If you can find a way to take a little bit of the way of that without harming them, you as a players union become stronger. Look at the players union everywhere else. Look at how much these bums are making in the NBA. I think I almost got a three year, $34 million contract thrown at me, you know, just for sitting in the stands. Good, good hot dog you're eating there buddy yeah, yeah. I like it you know what I mean that's what a players union when they have power can do yeah you're not doing that if you're the players union and you allow MLS to keep the single entity part of that is the solidarity payments if you make them pay that you start to crumble it away I want to see a big powerful MLS but I also want to see a very successful amazing le- level of skill I want to see everyone getting a chance yeah. and I want to see these players and making it, a bit more money and it has to come from I mean th- this is almost a, 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 a very uh strong argument for like the Republican trickle down theory. This is, this is almost necessary in soccer. The the big clubs have to support. Well, this is more, actually it's more, you know, slightly bit more, uh, I guess, socialist in the sense that you're forced to pay down. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but the, but the idea of it trickling out, you have to, you have to pay those smaller clubs. clubs build these players. Yeah. It's an investment for the future. Yeah, yeah. And, and and you know the European clubs know this. They know that it's like yeah, I'm yeah, I might be spending yeah, we have to pay them 50,000 uh, uh euros uh, uh you right. know to to this small club. Yeah, we don't want to spend that money, but in in 10 years they might develop a superstar that we can get. Right. And and why not and Think that about that, all the that superstar is going to make us more money than that that 50k that we yeah, get. Yeah, of course. I mean that's a couple of sh- if you're Arsenal that's a couple of shirts that Alexis Sanchez sold. Exactly. You know, it doesn't make any sense and it's not adding more money to the to the clubs. What it's doing it's doing is uh, making you pay a little bit back to these clubs that, you know, so they don't have to like you said take it off the back of a kid who can't afford it. Yeah, yeah. So come on. Maybe <laughs> it pays for the travel for these kids and they could go play better competition. You're 
you're being stupid if you're the MLS Players Union because guess what these kids are going to turn into? More players for you. Yeah, because you the, dumbass. More fees. The, you dumbass. The, the the argument that this is going to affect the players and then they're, they're not going to be able to be bought and sold and and European you know clubs are not going to want them. That's such a so it's dumb. just nonsense. It's just so absolutely. Dumb. It is. It is just it, all it is is them saying no. We don't want to spend the money. Please don't. Please don't. It's like but but by by having that philosophy you are holding down the MLS you're 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 really uh, uh stifling it from really 100%. reaching its potential 100%. Man, we just we knocked this out of the park. We, yeah, we did it all. We, we did it all today. <laughs> it was this was a legal show. Yeah. All of that. <laughs> um, Again, if you need legal advice, call Alexis. <laughs> he'll curse you out. So, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. We had another lovely episode of the Cooligans. And to all our new listeners, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for all the kind words everyone's been posting about my TV set, which I finally posted on Facebook. Finally. Thank you very much. It's also on YouTube if you go to Alexis Guerrero. Watch it. It just Knocked it out of the park. Thank Norm MacDonald was impressed. Uh, he said he brought me up as a cool again. It was pretty impressive. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, and thanks again for the MLS for listing us on your podcast list. How great. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. I'm Alexis Guerreros. I'm Christian Polanco. Make sure you follow us at Soccer Cooligans on all forms of social media. You can email us at SoccerCooligans at gmail.com. Remember, if you email, if you want a sticker, uh, a Cooligan sticker, just email us at SoccerCooligans at gmail.com. Let us know uh, where you want it sent, and we'll send it right over. That's right, and I hope you had fun listening to the Cooligans! Cooligans!